Sergio Magana. Welcome, Sergio. So great to have you again. Yeah, thank you, Alan. It's such a pleasure, such a pleasure to be with you and to see you after after one year that uh, it hadn't been possible, at least to, uh, via Zoom. And, and to, and I to... have to say, all my interviews with you are some of my favorite, and this is going to be, I feel, a very important interview because to, uh, Sergio just wrote this amazing book, The Real Toltec Prophecies, and it's all about what's coming. He, you, the first time you were on my show, you said, watch for 2020, 2021. I think you said that about, what, eight years ago, six or seven, eight years ago. And here we are at the ending of the fifth sun and the beginning emergence of the sixth sun. So why don't you talk a little bit about what the Toltecs, what not just the Toltecs, the Aztecs, all your teachers, I have to also say Sergio is a keeper of uh, sacred knowledge from the ancient Mexico wisdom, the ancient Nahuatl wisdom. So yeah, talk about, um, and then I want to talk about the calendar a little bit, but talk about what you saw about this time and here we are a little uh, in the time we're okay. Uh, of course. Uh, yeah, I remember that I, I, uh, the first time I was with you talking about uh, 2020, 2021. And also uh, in my first book that actually it was because of that book that I was with you the, the first time. Uh, I wrote that the end that, that there was other count, uh, mm -hmm. not only the Mayan count uh, uh, of the ancient ca calendars of Mexico, and that uh, in the central Mexican count that uh, that keeps many cultures like Teotihuacan, Toltecs, Aztecs, and then the keepers. Uh, the end of the cycle was in 2021. Mm -hmm. uh, just to explain that a little bit, um, the the Mayans, I guess all the Mesoamerican cultures talked about the, the the ages of the sun. We are leaving the fifth sun and the influence of the sixth sun. Well, it's here, right? So can you talk about the difference between the fifth sun and this new time of the sixth sun? Yeah, of course. Um... The first thing that uh, I think we have to explain uh, is the concept sons, because <laughs> so that people understand. So you giving us the right knowledge based on the ancient seers of Mexico, and and it's amazing what they knew. So what was the fifth sun? I mean, and what will be the sixth sun um, energy? Yes. Uh, metaphorically, all the suns represent like one moment of the day. So, for example, there are suns that could be uh, representing from midnight to the dawn, others from the dawn to midday, from midday to the sunset, and like that. So, yeah. the fifth because each um, day is divided into four parts, is and it's four yeah, yeah, is yeah. The key. and then right. yeah, yeah, yeah. So and then the, the fifth was a sun that represented uh, the period from sunset to night. Uh, every time that the suns start 
with the sun, actually, with the physical sun, like in the like part of the day. So they have a tendency to, uh, because the, what is described is the, how the collective consciousness will be uh, behaving actually, uh, with, with exceptions of certain groups that will keep other knowledge. So when they start with the sunlight, they are going to be uh, periods in which uh, uh, it will be like when we are awake, that like uh, with opened eyes, like normally when, when, when we are in the day and our perception goes, goes outside. So that's the fifth sun, the fifth yeah. sun, like you're saying this beautiful book, I recommend everyone get the real Toltec prophecies, Sergio Magana's latest book. You say the fifth sun was looking outward, away yeah. from the self. It's normal because now that I'm awake, for example, I'm seeing you now in the, in the screen. I am seeing uh, the balcony and, and, and everything outside of me. So uh, the perception of the collective will rule uh, many things. And it's quite simple, but very deep. Because if we are looking outside, so we put everything uh, outside like uh, God, like the creator. So are amazing periods to create religions. And if we have seen the, the, five, the past 5,000 or 6,000 years were full of, of patriarchal religions. Also you put uh, satisfaction outside, uh, needing to conquer uh, territories or to get possessions. Um, or to also medicine, you need plants or, or chemicals or at least therapists that are outside of you to, to, to heal yourself. So, so, so the fifth sun was an external thing. You, you say every sun, every 6,000, what is it, 125 years, the sun alternates. We're coming out of a sun of day. We're going into a sun of night that is very yeah. different than where we've been, right? Yes, because if, uh, let's suppose that, the, of course, this, these uh, traditions are very ancient. So at night, uh, before electricity, everyone was sleeping. So you have your, uh, your eyes closed and that perception uh, is spread between the collective. So in the, in the night suns, we are forced to see our inside. Uh, and the, ins the inside is not only spirituality, it, it is talking that some people have uh, to see for the first time their psyche, even repetitive patterns, the, the addiction that, that humankind has to suffering, uh, also the fear of change to new things, ancestral patterns. So to analyze uh, what is happening in a different way, uh, because the explanations of uh, this is how God wanted or uh, the will of God or something are not more, are not satisfying anymore uh, people because we are changing of sun. And if, if in the metaphor, we are not seeing outside, so there is not a God to blame, or to put all the responsibility. 
and this will increase and increase. So that's why a lot of people is in personal crisis and not uh, not uh, finding exact uh, like uh, in complete darkness would be like the 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 underworld of uncertainty, not knowing exactly. You're saying because the um, vibration of the sun is now changing and it's forcing us to go inward, if we don't make that choice, we're gonna have more problems. Uh, the person is gonna be- Yes, and- more, Yeah, more issues, yeah. That's First of all, something that, that I, I think it's really interesting about this is that you want or not, you, will, you are leaving the transition. Everyone from the most materialistic uh, looking outside people to, to the most spiritual, everyone, because we're in the same planet. In which way, for example, uh, if we are going from uh, as, as an outside perceptual, perception sun to one inside, in 2012 happened something really important. The mobile internet right. that actually gave birth to the cell phones. And actually, and my teacher told me because I received these teachers, the teachings before 2012. And he told me, see how it's happening. And when cell phones came and they became not only like a luxury thing, but an object of first need. People, most of the people stopped looking outside and they were like in a middle point, a, a cell phone, like a virtual reality games and many things that are not still uh, in the, in, in looking inwards, yeah. but it, it is a long transition, but that is happening for all the world. Mm -hmm. So almost no one uh, now, only the rebels that, that refuse technology are looking outside. Wait, are saying that was a good thing to start to look away from the outside towards our own devices? Was that a, a movement towards an in-between step? Yeah, we cannot um, say anything is good, anything is bad. Right. It's, it's something that was meant to happen. So that's why I want to, to tell people that you cannot escape of the movement. It, it will get you through technology, through spirituality, or through whatever, through now the coronavirus or whatever. It's, we cannot escape because it's, it's the dream of the cosmos that includes the dream of the earth. So we, we must leave it. Of course, there, are, there were other options. Like if you start seeing yourself uh, in words and uh, the things to solve your dreams and that, you would leave it in other way, in the spiritual way uh, that I cannot, I, I cannot say, uh, because it would be very arrogant of the people that we are in spirituality, that that is the correct path. It was, it's only other decision. Most of the, especially young people and that is living it through technology. So you're, the time of the fifth sun was that outward looking, there were religions and that lasted 6,000, I think 125 years. 
And it's very exciting to be in this moment where we are actually seeing the shift in vibration of the sun because the sun's radiant energy affects our consciousness and we can either fight that change or, or go with it, which means it will help us go deeper into ourselves and have more psychic experiences, more spiritual experiences, more inner understanding of the self, right? Yeah, yeah, and an inner understanding and an outer understanding of how it works, mm -hmm. because I think it's that is why why is precious about these times. Uh, I always heard um, because we have been uh, in spirituality for a long time, like these things that we chose to live in this precious time, and we were queuing to, to come, and all these things that uh, actually I didn't take very seriously. It sounds for me so so new agey, and I said I don't think so. But now that I understood, because actually when I wrote first about the transition and the, the shift to the sixth sun. The 2012 hasn't happened. So, uh, and when it, it didn't really happen, nothing dramatically, I thought that probably 2021 was going to be something similar. I wasn't sure uh, because well, I haven't seen it. Now that I am sure, I, I truly believe that we're supposed to be here because it's a privilege to see the shift from one sun to the other and to be like pioneers with information of living in the new ways. Right. So, no, so are you saying the crisis that the planet was in right now is sort of the tail end of the fifth sun and a kind of a movement, a bardo, a passageway? And that was definitely dramatic for everyone, right? So, yeah, or not. Well, <laughs> because yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, then in the information that I got, it was like the nine years between 2012 to 2021 were going to be challenging because we're the, we, were, we, were, uh, we were supposed to leave the underworlds. Mm -hmm. And that year by year, you will be see the expression of one of the uh, ancient Mexican underworlds represented. And so things were um, actually when, uh, like I put in the book, I made the comparison between what happened and the information of the underworlds. So it was quite accurate what we lived in the past new years, nine years. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But when I was totally convinced it was with 2020 because it represented the underworld of complete darkness. So complete darkness is that you don't know, you don't, you don't see. So the, you have to stop because you cannot see the way. The world was completely stopped. Nice. So then uh, uncertainty complete. Uh, and most of the people, including, uh, for example, me and everyone, even knowing that information were on uncertainty in March, for example, I didn't know if I was going to have a job or anything like that. And also the, the information that um, because the fifth sun was much more a masculine sun and we're going to a feminine sun, that the feminine forces will start showing the imbalance 
that had been uh, that are, were in the previous order for thousands of years and that we were going to start with the earth with lack of abundance and with infections so like i got so many like 20 years ago this information and then i saw it becoming exactly when when my teacher hugo said that is not about hugo it's his lineage and so i said wow so uh, it was completely predictable, accurate, uh, and at the, at the same time, it gave me a lot of hope. It was the first certain thing that I got in that, in that beginning of the pandemic times. I said, okay, the, the only certainty now that I have is the classes that I took 15, 20 years ago about the shift. Right. In your book, you start with the first underworld, 2013. Yes. Why, yeah. why, why 2013? Because actually the 21st of December of 2012 is the end. So we cannot count like 2012, like the year of the first underworld. So it would be 2013. That's oh, why. Wait, wait. December 21st, 2012 was the end of what? Though? No, the it was uh, according to the Toltec and Aztec tradition, when the fifth and the sixth son got into them, same influence. Oh, and it was we like were, a solstice. It was an in-between, the fifth sun, and it, we were in that in-between moment. That's yeah. what, what yeah, yeah, yeah. house was. Okay. But that we were starting the last nine years of the ship that were going to be really challenging because we, we, we would cross the underworlds. Mm-hmm. And if we see the first, uh, uh, the first clear thing was technology, the cell phones. Because right. the first underworld... Uh, is described in the ancient tradition like two rivers and that you have to cross them. One river is the uh, uh, your consciousness in the waking state and the other dreaming state or living and death. So the shift that happened, uh, be, uh, so people that started to see in the halfway um, uh, position, it was like a clear symbol of the first underworld and also uh, spirituality actually, I think, uh, started um, getting deeper, uh, going to more uh, profound themes like conscious dying, dreams, and that that correspond to the sixth sign. Right. And okay, so now, okay, that corresponds to six. But but bring us up because you are so accurate. Starting in two thousand thirteen, so. We came to an equilibrium and then in, in 2012, and now we're moving towards this new sun. Talk about that a little bit. Yes, we have crossed like the other uh, underworlds through the years that they consist, for example, in repetitive path, destructive patterns uh, that if we saw nationalism and many of the movements, even we have world wars, we're repeating all over the world. Uh, the addiction to suffering, I, I, I made my research, how was that expressed in humankind? And I saw simply uh, with numbers, uh, the increase of, uh, of medical uh, drugs, like for not being depressed and in anxiety and in something increased like crazy. So it was a clear sign that people were suffering more. Yeah, I think that was when all that Oxycontin, that whole opiate um, 
surge started where the drug companies would prescribe these painkillers and people would get addicted to that. I think that began around 2013 in that, yeah, that it's very precise. It went like with the years, of course, uh, not exactly like uh, but that, but it, it gives you an idea of how these things were coming. Of course, the uh, other underworld, it was like fear of change and that. And we're like in the years where, where the movements like Brexit and neo-Nazis and like that, that try to, to get the things to how they were before it started. And many, many of, of those things happened. Yeah. Actually, and we're describing the challenging nine years, yeah. but 2020 was exactly described. Complete darkness, you must stop. And the world was stopped and the feminine forces will start uh, complaining through the earth with lack of abundance and infections. And this is something your teacher, Hugo, predicted. He told you this, he said, Sergio, this is the cycles of time, pay attention. And this is what's happening. Yeah. Yes, yes. So and, and, and he asked, actually, when he told me, it was my first class with him and, um, when he did, gave me these teachings was to explain me, me why dreams were going to become so important. Why mm -hmm. to talk about that, dreams. That, that's key because you talk a lot about the importance of being lucid. This is one of the ways we're gonna make it through this next time by um, being more conscious of our dream. Yeah, talk about that a little bit. That's very exciting, please. Yeah, and in the beginning, that's why I wrote about, about the transition. Uh, because it was predicted that dreams were going to be so important in my first book like uh, 11 years ago. Now, I, I then I wrote about everything else because I saw that everything was important <laughs> because everything was being so accurate. And uh, dreams is one of the ways of sailing with grace this, um, uh, this transition because if we're looking inside, uh, after our psyche problems and where, where we are stuck. The next thing to see are like our dreams, that especially in these sons of night, they recover the importance. Uh, Not only that, but I think it's, it'll be easier because the energy of the sun is a night sun and, and it'll be easier to access our dreams. Do you, do you agree? Yes, of course. And uh, for example, uh, I received the, the teaching in 2005 from Hugo, and he told me, you will see that dreaming will become more popular and more popular while we approach and after 2021, and that the practices that, that you have to do will become easier and easier. In that time, I didn't know if it was true, but actually things that took me in 2005 or uh, in that, those years that I started practicing, probably for me one year or two, now my students do it in one month and, or two. I said, it's true that something changed that is making more and more easy uh, the things in that aspect. And at the same time, if you see the previous order of medicine, religion, and that is, is, is not working, uh, it's working, but less and less and less because we are changing of vibration, actually. Exactly. So the fifth sun 
was that time of war, the time of separation, the time of uh, patriarchy. The six sun is the feminine, it's the internal, it's the night. But um, you, you also say, because you start with 2013 and you say, yeah, it starts the first underworld, the first hell. And the eighth hell or underworld is 2020. That's where, uh, but then also the ninth is 2021. So we're really not moving out of this yet, are we? No. In 2021. No, no, no. Uh, uh, the ninth underworld, actually, uh, it doesn't, uh, it's 2021, but it won't finish there. It, it finishes until other measure. Because when everything became accurate, then I went to who I said, okay, you had the correct count. What is coming next? And then he explained me also more dates after 2021. Like one that is very important is the cycle that we named a new fire in the, in the ancient Mexican cultures. That is a cycle of 52 years that finishes in 2026. That's so, November 24th, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I remember that because my mother's birthday. Yeah. <laughs> but, but you also make a very important distinction that the long count, the real long count, not the 20, it will end this, this coming year, May 26, 2021. What does that mean that the long count ends? How does that affect us? Okay, uh, so let's see 2021. We're entering in the one of complete peace. That is how it's described in the ancient uh, tradition. You 2021 can, is a time of uh, complete peace, is that what you're yeah, saying? Yeah, the underworld is described like that. Like this, 2020 was the one of complete darkness. The one of 2021 is the one that is named complete peace. Oh, okay. But what do we understand with that? It may be uh, expressed in two ways. That if you solve all the other underworlds, then you will be in complete peace. So very literal, and you will be like a happy person. Well, if you deal with the challenge, just to make it clear, if you deal with the challenge that each of these underworlds have, and you lay that out so well in your book, like uh, 2014 was it to go get over the re destructive uh, patterns, the addictions, and each year from 2013 to 2021, there's, there's different situations. Uh, 2015 is over lack, uh, bad, uh, bad relationships, uh, 2016, which was a disaster for a lot of people, where you stuck, 2017, you go into, of course, more detail in your book, 2017, repetitious patterns, 2018 was, are you looking outside for happiness? Where's the reflection? 2019, uh, what do you use when you speak or think? Uh, do you use flowers? Or arrows, how, yeah. That's so, the metaphor of how are you using your words and thoughts. Right. And we're clear years that, for example, how uh, words were used to destroy, for example, in politics uh, and to, to move elections complete by just saying a gossip about someone. And so the clear use of words and thoughts. And if you, have dealt with everything and it doesn't mean that you had to start in that the year if you didn't know but we have to start somewhere right. so it's better to start now dealing with all of them so mm -hmm. in order to get in complete peace and actually for that the pandemic would have been an opportunity 
if right. instead of seeing Netflix and that, you start uh, looking at yourself and seeing in which things I am stuck, which are my repetitive patterns, uh, in which areas of my life I am addicted to suffering, and making a true effort to solve all these things and, and uh, ancestral patterns that you are carrying. Mm -hmm. So by now, you would be almost ready. Uh, <laughs> very well, the 2020 was a complete darkness. The being with oneself, which a lot of people definitely was. I mean, I spent more time alone with myself and it wasn't so bad. And so 2021 is coming out of that to find the peace. Yeah, but that's one of uh, it's uh, one of the options. If you solve the underworld, you will be in complete peace. The other option that, unfortunately, I think is the one that is going to leave most of the world, is that like you didn't deal with the underworld, and you didn't take this chance. So peace to be in peace is forced to be. Uh, uh, in your house like now locked down with a lot of your freedoms uh, reduced uh, uh, with many limitations that will end in the, what people consider the major peace dying so and it's not for only 2021 it goes on till 2024 so but at least but again it's other opportunity or you deal with the, your your inside again or you will be just uh, leaving restrictions frustration and having like a forced peace that ends with the uh, with but, death of many people but you want to come in this year 2021 you say in the book to find that peace in ourselves that's the challenge and the and the opportunity because that will all these underworlds are held where preparation for the sixth sun they got us yes. in touch with certain inner abilities because you said in that first talk that the sixth sun is the time of the nahual the time yeah. of the mystical the magical the the, the yeah. transformational now, while that very, very popular word of Carlos Castaneda, not of, not of him, but that he put all over the world, uh, comes from a Nahuatl. Nahuatl is a language that was spoken by Teotihuacan's Toltec Aztecs. Nahuatl uh, comes from the etymology uh, Nehua, that means I. So mm -hmm. actually it means who I am really. And it's referring to the energetic body that we use for dreaming and the, and the one that we will be dead. So actually it is uh, much more and spiritual because spirit is what you will be dead and the energetic body of your dreams. Mm -hmm. So uh, in this transition, because if you see nowadays, most of the people consider the, the real I, their physical body and their mind. Right. But in the other perspective of the wise people of the past or of a son of the Nawal, the I will be the energetic body from dreaming and the one that you will be death. And this is just the temporary uh, uh, like vehicle for the expression of the others. But that's why these years are so important because we're really learning who we really are because we yeah. are 
the dreaming body in a way. You say, and you talk a lot about dreams and you give great exercises in this book. I'm talking to Sergio Magana about the real Toltec prophecies. Get this book, there's some beautiful things. But let's, uh, but so what happens this year coming up when the long calendar ends? I mean, of course it's not the end of the world, but okay. what is the energetic, yeah. Energetically, uh, like we said before, in the 2020, the first feminine uh, energy that was going like kind to show the imbalance was the earth. So the second that will be activated exactly in the uh, moon eclipse of the 26th of May is the moon that is a feminine force that is ruling the night. So. Mm -hmm. Uh, the moon for, for uh, the traditions of the ancient Mexicans was the, the one that gave you fortune or misfortune. Well, the moon uh, gave you fortune or misfortune. Uh, yeah. And it actually it's very logic if we see in the, in the cosmos is the main symbol that we have of growing and dying, waxing and waning. So uh, earning, winning everything, losing everything. It can be interpreted in many things. So of change. So there are two possibilities. And so the lessons are that the people that keep ignoring the, the underworlds and their dreams, of course, the moon will, will take them to misfortune, to tragedies. And it's not exactly the physical moon, but the, the effect of their dreams and, and of their inner self. And for the other people, that begin working with that area that now people will really believe why it is said. The girl of my dreams, the year of my dreams, whatever, because we dreamt it before it happened. Uh, may have an amazing time because their dreams will take them to fortune. Right, this is the power, because you give very, you said about the power of lucidity and that's, I've been talking about that as well. It, actually, I just wrote this book about ETs and UFOs and meeting these yeah. other beings. And I said, the only way you can meet them is in a lucid state it, because they don't exist in our reality. Actually, you mentioned something about that as well in your book that, that um, yeah. which I was thinking about. So, but you give, but it doesn't matter who these beings are in our own spirit, how, what's the best way to practice being lucid in our dreams and consciousness? There are many, uh, first of all, let's address where we're changing of era and that the external solutions won't work, at least not for almost all the people. So I... For now that I see the news and people waiting for vaccines and that uh, desperately, I see, oh my God. It's, it's like the fifth sun order, uh, like fighting to survive in, in a certain way. And now that, uh, that we're seeing that many of the tests are failing and that, it's not that I'm happy. It's just that I'm seeing that uh, it wasn't going outside, to work. Right? They're still looking outside themselves for uh, the but you also say some great things that this time of darkness actually is purifying us. It's pulling out the junk. So, and so yeah. then people that when they won't find the solutions outside, they will have to start inside. Mm -hmm. And I hope that the book gets to many hands 
so that they don't have to explore so many things and go directly to where they go they should go that is that, that there are their own dreams <laughs> their own dreams that like creators of reality and it's logic because are the purest expression of our unconscious mind and it's not something hocus focus and very far away even it's in all the traditions kabbalah tibetan buddhism uh like the most important uh, uh parts to develop mm -hmm. and also it is like uh uh the freud carl jung said that it they were so important so Einstein, so it's not nothing new, all the prophets of the Bible that we are saying. It's just to learn uh, in which way to, to, really, to really do it. And it's very concrete because uh, dreams for many people are like uh, something very subtle. And even some people uh, think uh, I don't dream of course, if you don't dream, you would be nuts now. Everyone dreams, you don't remember. So there are many, many ways of using your dreams from uh, periods, for example, uh, the one before you fall asleep that is called hypnagogic, in which you could make uh, what we call dream planting that is suggesting to your unconsciousness to dream certain archetypes that will give you uh, a result. And that is like the start. Then learning conscious sleeping, how to, uh, by slowing by yourself, like uh, yeah. the cycles of your body, how to fall asleep without losing consciousness and enter directly into lucidity to create your life. So well, there that's why people should look at your book because you give great step-by-step -step, uh, solutions to this. So, um, yeah, that come from the Mexican culture, but I would like to tell the people that is in all the cultures. So, mm -hmm. if you don't like the Mexican one, go to the dreams in in the in Buddhism, in in the Chinese culture, or in Kabbalah. But do something because the transition is happening with you or without you. So, uh, What's so great about Mexican culture, like you told me years ago, the word. I think you said the word Mexico means land of the dreams, right? There's yeah, it comes from uh, three words that is uh, moon, uh, navel, and place. The place of the navel of the moon. And that actually some of our exercises that are kind of yoga, that you're looking to your navel and that because energetically the nawal or the, or the uh, dreaming body is in the navel. So actually that's what that means. So a complete uh, country is named after a dreaming position and 98% of that country doesn't know it, but <laughs> they will find out, even from Mexicans, uh, we will find out, uh, they will find out in the next years. <laughs> so, okay, so just tell us then, when is the sixth sun actually going to arrive in its full force and hopefully at that point we'll be prepared for it? Uh, in that, in the 26th of May of 2021. But that is also uh, a period in which people will have opportunity to solve uh, again their, um, uh, their inner self or, or to work with their dreams. 
in order to, but it will be more radical than 2020 because now what is radical is the lockdown and that. Then the personal tragedies or uh, fortune, uh, getting to fortune will be very evident in a very dualistic world. The ones that are working with them and the ones that not. So that is what it will make, uh, will take us to the next important date that is the 24th of November of uh 2026 with the new fire in which in those times um, many of the people that didn't adapt to the new world that didn't try and that will die and not uh it's nothing to be oh, oh, oh to get afraid because we're giving solutions i would have never written uh, a book like that without solutions, because if not, it would be very depressing to, re to read it and not to know uh, what to do. You give us solutions, which is very powerful in your work, which I'm happy about. Yeah, and without solutions, I would have stayed, because why to tell the people, let them enjoy the last years. So, but if you are giving solutions, it's okay, do something. Because in 2026, uh, Metaphorically, uh, or not so on, it, it gets like the third uh, feminine force in order to act, that is the night. The night is the same one like the darkness of the Bible or the black eagle, like the equivalent of the creator, creator destructor. So that's why many people will perish that they, if they don't work in themselves, but at the same time, they will have like the uh, opportunity to come back in the lineages that the state and so genetically, they will have much more opportunities to adapt a new order, uh, much more feminine uh, with nature, with, within spirituality and different ways because your family will be in those lineages. Mm -hmm. So no one will escape to the lessons of, of the transition, but mm -hmm. some will live across uh, them alive uh, in the same body and some will have to die and will come back in, it will be easier, for example. But if I die. Challenge, your challenge right now is to go within, take the lessons laid out by the ancient Toltecs and Mayans and Aztecs, and because they because it's natural. You, they saw the cycles. They saw the 26,000 year cycle. They saw the the um, the 6,000 year 100 cycle, and they saw like the patterns that were obvious to them as it interacted with our consciousness. So you're giving us a valuable information how to adapt our psyche, our world, to adjust to the vibrations that are coming to the earth, right? Yeah, and, but unfortunately these traditions, um, like because of the influence of the fifth son with the patriarchal religions and that lost uh, a lot of power during the, a uh, few thousands of years. So uh, some people uh, don't have the information and that, uh, but uh, this one I found the logic because it sounds very like uh, strong to hear, but like uh, other of my teachers says, okay, if you have to perish in these years, then it will be easier if you come back in, uh, in a new age family, that if you came this time in a very radical religious 
Orthodox, uh, Muslim or Jewish or Christian or whatever family. So, right, because those old religions are ending, and uh, not time, not so quickly, but uh, in the process, yeah. But the time you're talking about is one of inner consciousness. This is where the work has to be done, and this is what's being supported now in this new time. And that's, I think, what the whole purpose of this great book is. It's a manual for for transformation. Yeah. Yeah, to to deal with these years with grace, mm. and and actually, I think that now I ca I can be like a, a a complete testimonial of this. Why? Because my teacher God told me these things uh, many years ago, and I started training in dreams and in all the things that are described there. Before, not because thinking it was going to be a pandemic, not because thinking uh, the world, I had the information, but I didn't know if it was going to happen. And after 2012, I, I said, oh, probably it will be something like that. No, nothing spectacular. But uh, for me, discovering dreams changed my life and the work in my own consciousness. But then when uh, we entered in the 2020 and the pandemic things and that, I have been previously worked with all the things that I'm describing in the book, uh, not because I, I was sure about that, because I like them, because they changed my world. Right, so and 2020 showed you, wow, this is real. These guys knew what they were talking about, right? Yeah, but I had been doing the work because I believed in dreams and in obsidian mirrors, that, for example, you right. did the work with me. I love that work. Yeah. yeah, I love that, like, personal development. So the things that I were suggesting for the Sixth Son, I had been doing them for personal development, for improving my life. And when it came that, that almost all the world was uh, stopped and that, I was really worried. I said, okay, I was supposed to have workshops all over the world for the next one year and a half, and now I don't have one. And like that. And, and then I saw that the previous work uh, started like opening doors and all the projects that I had been wanting for before, like a video game and a TV show and many things, uh, start like working. And uh, like, uh, like a complete testimonial that, of what I'm saying in the book, if you create a correct uh, relationship with your dreams, with the earth, even if the, if the world uh, stops, the, opens, the doors will be uh, open for you. And my projects started walking and walking. I couldn't believe it. I said, I am doing better than never. And when the world is, is uh, in, a, in a cataclysm, and it's not for showing off, I'm very honest. I did the work not for believing in the prophecy. I did it because I liked it. Right, no, I've been really um, busy myself this year with lots of interviews. It's been really, for me, a really amazing time because uh, uh, the new realities like we've been talking about is this change that's happening and uh it's exciting what you predict is coming in this sixth sun this is the time of going within and understanding our spiritual gifts our tools our 
our consciousness, our non-local. I've been teaching remote viewing. So this is a new time that we have to let go of what we knew, the old religions, the external gods, and, and develop a whole new sense of awareness. That's why I really love this book, because you're giving practices and guidance and a map for the future, you really are, and your great teachers that have brought to you these secrets of Mexico. Information will be spread all over so that normal people like I used to be, I know I'm still normal, but I, I want to describe the concept normal that I wasn't born like in a monk's lineages. I wasn't the one that was taken by UFOs or that some nothing spectacular. I just got the things by my work. And so normal people like me of the not uh, like kind of gift in the in the beginning in the in your childhood or in, the, in your life will start experiencing these things that people normally think that are only for uh, the high, high level avatars, ascended masters and mm -hmm. Tibetan monks that are going to self-combustion. That's no. what the sixth sun is gonna bring in these experiences to the average person yeah. who are not looking for mystical because, but the whole time, the whole energy of the sixth sun for 6,000 years will be one of mystical vision, of mystical awareness. Or the ones that decide because others will leave it uh, through technology and because virtual reality and all these things are, is the same thing. It's yeah. not looking to something outside. It's looking to a kind of created th thing. So it will be a conscious decision. Uh, if, you, if you choose to leave it in, like in the virtual world, but if the virtual world uh, takes you to suffering, you will have that, that option or the spiritual one. But the information will be, for example, these things about the lady of the night and how to, uh, how to see her and that weren't out there. Uh, I got it from the oral tradition, but I haven't seen it anywhere else. Right. And now uh, many people is writing about these experiences. And in a concrete way, because for example, Carlos Castaneda wrote, but with all this kind of novel thing that doesn't allow people to really practice. Well, some of the Castaneda stuff I was able to practice and like- Yeah, 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 so there are some. But if you know how to interpret it, there's keys there, but you, you make it much easier. You say, do this, stomp the floor and man with your heel and your toe, for like an hour and, and then stay still and you're in an altered state and then call the name and boom. Maybe. Yes, and, and I'm not criticizing Castanella because I honor him and I love it. No, I know. But you need a lot of background in order to understand that I think he says this and that and let's try in this way. Mm -hmm. And for example, I don't think that for the average person uh, is, is a easy or or the practice could be done you may, but your work makes it so much easier you lay it out step by step do this this say these words breathe this way do these repetitions and you do have experience i had an obsidian mirror experience with your work and it was really powerful of changing the psyche and there's so much that is just practical information that yeah, yeah 
you, you make I think it. my work is more of the Sikhan is average person. Yeah. I want to get out from the average person. <laughs> so yeah. just do it with like a recipe and let's go. And don't trust me. Do, let's have results. Without right. results. Uh, no, so I, read this book, The Real Toltec Prophecy, Sergio Magana. Who published this book? Hey House. Hey House. It's a great little book full of It's actually one of the most exciting books I've read in a long time. Do you have to go soon? We should wrap up. But um, I just want to say you're also going to be on, I mean, there's so much more to talk about. Just tell me one last question. So the sixth sun ignites and we're in the energies, but then what, what time is it 2024 that it really starts to? No, it starts really yeah. in 2021, but it will go for 6,000 years. So we, uh, we are not in a rush. <laughs> but it's already coming because we passed the, the point of that balance in 1991, really, where it was a balance. So, and then we're moving. It's like the dawn of the sun. We could. It hasn't quite come over the horizon, but it's all emanating its light. And um, uh, for example, today I did an interview, and they and they asked me uh, that many people, uh, many teachers were talking about like a new earth in which we were moving to the fourth and fifth dim dimensions. That it was, if that was something that in the Toltec tradition was, and I said. Of course, but not in that way. If I seem uh, out of my window, we are completely in a new earth. If people haven't noticed, it's because they don't want to see. Uh, this is not the same planet of 20 years ago. Even yeah, uh, last year, right? right? Yeah. And it's, it's so in this reality, it's a complete new one. Right. So, so I think you are giving a little, I mean, when you say fifth dimension, when these people say fifth dimension, when you're talking about the, Six sun, the Nagual, the dark, that could be like these, what these other people mean about other dimensional reality. It could be equated. Yeah, of course, because dreams are from the other dimension, uh, these energies like the lady of the night. But uh, many of the people think that is going to become like an hologram and then some people will be kind of ascended and that. Uh, that's what I want to say. It's not about that. We're really moving. But in this same, uh, because I think consciousness is perception. So yeah. uh, uh, a person of the third dimension, for example, perception will only see, for example, the computer and the screen. Someone that has like the fourth probably will start seeing your aura and your ancestors of the fifth and uh, like that would see more, many other things. So it's about perception and we have already lived. This is other planets. But right. some people are still living completely in the matter. No, no, you're absolutely right. In 2020, we entered a new reality. It was a different mindset, a different, it was a, what I've been calling a bardo experience. In Tibetan, they say bardo is a passage. We are passing through a dark time into something completely different, unknown. And this is what you're laying out. This is the sixth sun. Humanity has come to a crossroads at the sixth sun. This is what you write in this book. Humanity has come to its crossroads. 
in the time of the sixth sun. Pay attention to the subconscious. And it is. And, and like I said, when I wrote it first, 11 years ago, I didn't trust it. Okay, I, trust, I said, okay, something is happening, but now I'm completely sure. I said, okay. Uh, at the same, it was frightening to be right, but <laughs> the second way, it depends on me. So I well, said, okay. That is why I think this book is really important. This is a preparation for this new time, this new realities that we're coming into, the sixth sun, which is going to be completely different than this time of external power, authority. We And we've already tasted bits of this coming into our meditation, yoga, all that has brought us back in. And of course, 2020 itself has got locked us in. To, yeah. so. if, you, if you have any question, leave it <laughs> right right yeah so go inward so how can people find you uh in my website is uh sergiomagana.com and right. yeah i'm teaching now online <laughs> like everyone and uh also i have an english facebook that is sergio magana and an spanish one sergio magana ocelo Coyote. Right. Thank you. Hope is everything well in Mexico? Things okay there? Uh, yeah. It depends on me. We say, but we are in a lockdown <laughs> again. So, well, it's a good time in lockdown to do that inner work and do the practices that you lay out in this book and the other books too. The Cave of Power. You know, the the first book you wrote, The Time of the Six Sun. These are all great books because. They're not just coming from you. You're like a archaeologist, anthropologist. You've gone around Mexico and you found the oral traditions and you're the only one who's brought this out to the world. This is an incredible job you have, finding the ancient traditions and sharing it with the world. So I hope, I really hope that now that it was accurate and through probably my work and the becoming popular all over the world, uh, the same Mexicans take more serious the information of, of indigenous uh, Mexicans and of researchers, because I think that I am very lucky, but I am, I am sure that I am published and everything because my books come from abroad. If, they, if, if I would have tried to do it in Mexico, it wouldn't have uh, succeeded. The books are popular in the U.S. and Italy and England, and so and now that's why they were published in Mexico. So, mm -hmm. and like you are saying, that's why I, I look like the only one. But there should be many looking for an opportunity to share. And now I hope that uh, when uh, we are seeing that really it's happening and that the, the treasure is there so that they have an opportunity to share many other things that probably I don't know. No, it's, yeah, right. It's, but you are a collector of this oral tradition that you're giving to the world in these ancient seers in Mexico, these, um, you know, real shamans of the underworld, of the, of the going into that deep part of themselves brought out these great teachings. You know, and and you're you're giving it to us because you've done you've done the hard work to do that. So <laughs> I'm sure there's more, right? There's more to share. 
Yeah, there should be uh, a lot. And also now it's getting easier with the six Sony's online sharing. I don't have to be yeah. traveling all over the world. Oh, you only gave us half the book of the Caves of Power. You owe us another, right? Is there more to that book you said? Of course. Yeah, yeah. I, I have more material. When they were interviewing me in Coast to Coast, they said, Alice asked me, when are you going to, to write the second part of this? I said, because yeah, of course, there, is, there are predictions beyond 2026 and, and many things, no? And practical things to be done. No, I guess it's time to take your work seriously, right, Sergio? <laughs> yeah, actually, I, I, that's when, when I really saw it, I said, wow, it was truth. I, so even for me, I'm very honest, I was really convinced this year. I said, oh, my God. So. <laughs> well, I know. It's like we're all students here of this bigger reality, so. No, thank you for everything. And um, we'll be in touch. 